You're listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. Learn how you You. can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Joe. What's going on, everyone? Joe and Mike back again, buildassetsonline.com. Welcome to this special New Year's episode. Well, it's not that special. See, here's the thing, Mike. All the information that we give, even though we give it in a way where it's uh, time sensitive, it should be evergreen as well. So in this episode, we're talking about the best <laughs> products to drop ship for January 2022 to ring in the new year since it is December uh, 31st. But that doesn't mean that after January, the advice you're going to get in this episode goes away. So that's that's important to remember. People like the latest and greatest uh dated information but the truth is you should still pay attention to this even in february well yeah obviously and that's really the problem i think with uh you know marketing versus actually taking action like the saying you know this is the the hottest product right now is the best for getting eyeballs to something but you know you can you can just consume that content over and over forever and you get in the mindset of like i i missed I missed that boat. I got to find the next thing. But in reality, just just take advice and then take action on it and just make it work. People don't people don't have enough uh drive to make things work these days, you know? Yeah. I believe me, I don't have enough drive either. What have you been doing? I don't, I don't even, have any drive either. It's tough out there. It's, motivation is hard to find in in 2022. I'll tell you that right now. But you know, Joe, I think um you know, part of that for us, at least, because it comes from being at the point now where we're like, we've done so many things that uh, you have to find new ways to motivate yourself. You know, like back in the day, if I'm looking at what products are best, like to drop ship, like I, I'd probably be pretty hungry to, you know, make some sales. Like I'm probably at an at a early part of my uh, dropship career. So, um. Yeah, if you're at that stage of your life or, you know, of your internet business and you're not motivated, then uh, I don't know what to say. Well, I think it comes down to the same thing. I feel like my lack of motivation comes from uh, too many possibilities. And I feel like when you're in the position of you're looking at dropship products, there are so many possibilities that it's demotivating to to see them all and know which is the best path to go. But at the end of the day, it's just about – Picking something, going with it, executing it the best you can, and learning the most you can from it as well. That's 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 really all you could do. Yeah, yeah. There's that. I think there's also the aspect of uh, comfortability, right? Like if you're if you're living like a totally comfortable life, you know, just everything everything is going well. You're not gonna have motivation to go do other things. It's usually, yeah. you know, if you're in a bad spot, that could drive you to. Even if, you're, even if you're semi-comfortable, like my, my good friend, you know, commutes to Brooklyn every day for an hour and a half each way, sometimes two hours each way with the traffic and he hates it. But at the end of the day, I don't think he hates it enough to want to change it. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to uh, change your situation, I feel like you really have to hate it. I remember when I was at my job, like back in 2015, there was nothing I hated more. Like I it was all consuming. Like I got to not do this. 
yeah there has to be a certain threshold where it's just you have to make a change and so. it's still i still hate like i still get scared like oh my god like what if i have to go back to work one day like still <laughs> the fear is still in the back of my uh my brain somehow so we got a good amount yeah. of viewers now perhaps we should we should start to move on to some of the uh products for 2022 now this is going to be a, a data-driven session because what would, what I've done here is I've taken so what is what is the new year? What oh my people, god! What do people like? There's to, a lot of data here, Joe. Yeah. What do people like? What do people say once January rolls around? What are they going to do? Oh, I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start doing some resistance training. I'm going to start lifting uh, weights, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It's a new year, new me. So, you know, in the, <clears throat> in the spirit of that. There are a lot of high-ticket dropshipping fitness products out there that I believe deserve some attention. And what I also want to say and what we're going to show in this presentation is that there are um, keywords associated with these products that you can easily rank for in Google. And the point is, is say you did no ads at all, say you uh, didn't run any dropshipping ads like like Google Shopping ads. Um, you can have a nice little business ranking for some of these keywords and holding some of these related products. Joe, I, I'm skipping ahead of this presentation. I'm pretty flabbergasted at what you're uh, presenting. I almost don't believe it. So, well, I don't know what to say. I, and this, I, you know, we always do these videos, and then we're like, "All right, like, do we do this?" So <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at in this uh, this stage of the. We're not doing anything anymore, Mike. I think after this, we're shutting everything down. After the, after this it. after this live stream is over, everything's getting deleted. So we should have shut it down on uh, December twenty first. <laughs> what was that? The bow calendar. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's let's get into this first one. Squat rack. There are lots of expensive, expensive squat racks out there because there's many different packages and they all come with different stuff and all different quality materials. Um, I have a pretty bad squat rack in my garage from Walmart that was 70 bucks. But if you're like a serious weightlifter, uh, you don't want to be using that because at any moment it feels like it's going to collapse on my head. I, it's more like a, 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 a thing I use to hang things now anyway, but <laughs> squat racks, um, you know, you went from a cheap squat rack to an expensive, uh, coat hanger. <laughs> exactly. But so you know, let's skip to the third slide and look at some of these keywords because, you know, uh, if you look at the, the KD what score, the this is some, you know, this basically shows how easy it is to rank for a keyword. Anything zero to 10, if you put some effort into it, you know, you can really rank for some of this stuff. Now, I don't really Joe, what do you, Sorry, let me cut you off. What do you mean by effort? Effort meaning you, you create the on-page optimization the right way. You build a couple links. Um you have a relevant site structure around squat racks, meaning so you have uh, like informational products around some around squat racks. You have a couple pieces of content around squat squat racks. Um, then that's what I mean by a little bit of effort. Like if you see something where it's like, you know, you're not going to rank for just best squat rack most likely. Um, with, with, with that would require a lot of effort, probably a year plus of of, of link building. Etc. Et this is stuff you could probably do, you know, in six to eight months on a new site and be successful with it. So that's what I mean by yeah, low effort. We, so, we teach people how to do that. Do we not? We do. We do, especially with the new course updates that we just did. And um, yeah, 
the price is going up of the cores very soon because we just did these updates, but we haven't upped the price yet. So first step was to do the updates, which we did. Our new students are enjoying those updates, but um, the general public hasn't seen the consequences yet. GP, <laughs> missing out. All, All right. right. No, so, so basically, I mean, these are some pretty uh, interesting keywords that I'm, I'm just kind of flabbergasted that there uh, isn't that much competition for. Best budget squat rack, best squat rack for small space. Like so many of these best squat rack keywords are uh, available. And I, I, things like this, I don't know how much time you actually spent like researching this. I can imagine there's probably so many more uh, similar keywords that, yeah. that can go along with squat rack that you can find. Yeah, I'm sure there are way more. Uh, best squat rack for low ceilings. Um, best compact squat rack. There's, you know, probably a ton more of these, but I just spent a couple minutes pulling up some, you know, really easy to rank for stuff that if you have a store that's selling squat racks, uh, you get in with the suppliers, you know, should be, should be no problem with a little bit of effort. So, so new year, new you, you could work on that booty. <laughs> Um, and, and start selling some squat racks in, in 2022. So, uh, you know, good choice for high ticket dropshipping for, for this upcoming yeah. year. Uh, so the next thing, and this is something Mike, that we actually have experience, uh, selling is treadmills. And you know, what was interesting is that we didn't have a, a fitness specific store, but we had a weird angle that we were selling treadmills in the past. And, oh. um, at this time, we didn't know anything about SEO. We didn't know anything about – we were really amateurs at this point. But I feel like we would sell a couple treadmills a month, and they would make us a good like one to $2,000 a month. Am I correct in saying that? It was good margins, yeah. And just off a couple sales of what we would do, and we had no idea what we were doing in terms of advertising and SEO at that time. Um, you know, we sold the site for uh, like 80000 and so at the end of it, at the end of it, we knew we knew what we were doing as far as like uh, paid advertising a little bit, but yeah, as far as like where you could take this with uh, SEO, no, we were we were not even doing that. Yeah, and let's take a look at some of these uh, keywords that are you know stupid around treadmills that you can rank for. Uh, best treadmill, best treadmill for bad knees, best <laughs> treadmill for heavy person, um, best treadmill under two thousand dollars. So you know. I usually don't like these cheap related keywords, like best something under $300. But when we're talking $2,000, um, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at. Best quiet treadmill, keyword difficulty four. Um, and, you know, the great thing about these keywords is I would have to pull up the SERPs to, to tell you more. But, like, you can see just just from a quick glance, if you look at the parent topic, so best treadmill for heavy person. Um, you can already see more keywords popping in there that you can rank for, like treadmill for heavy people. So the more of yeah. the more variations you have there, the better you're going to be. So best treadmill for heavy people, treadmill for heavy person, heavy person treadmill, best treadmill for knees, best treadmill for bad knees. There's tons and tons of those. Um, yeah. So do you have any comment to make about these keyword volumes here? Because it says, you know, Best treadmill for every person only gets uh, 350 searches a month. Oh, well, again, and we've we've harped on this point numerous times. 
when you're selling something where you only need to sell one or two a month, this is plenty, plenty of search volume. Uh, even something that has 10 search volume is plenty, plenty of search volume when you're selling something specific that you're going to make um, a good amount of money on. So, and also don't forget, it's not always about the keyword volume of a particular keyword. It can be about the, the number of other keywords that mean the same thing that you're going to, that you can rank for by making that page. And that's what I was, right. just, that's so, what I was just talking about. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what I wanted to bring home was that like you, this is just one variation of a particular idea of a search term. And we've ranked for, you know, we've gone after uh, search terms that had zero search volume and they get, they started getting hundreds and hundreds of page views uh, a month because there's so many, number one, at this level of like long tail, Google isn't really good at detecting the, or, or like these tools aren't good at like reporting on that because there's not a lot of uh, data that Google gives. So there's going to be a lot of different variations like long tails that you'll also rank for that you'll get traffic for. So um, should people even look at like these volumes when they're doing this type of thing or no? Or no? You know what, Mike, let me pull something up real quick. Cause this is, so I learned this probably in the past six to eight months because um, we had two, two websites, right? One, if you look at the Ahrefs, um, if you look at them on Ahrefs, one is getting more traffic than the other because uh, – so the one that gets less traffic says it gets more traffic in Ahrefs because it's ranking for these super high volume terms, but none of them really have that many keyword variations, for example. So what I've found is it's not so much the search volume in Ahrefs that you should look for or in any keyword tool, but more so the um, the amount of keywords that come along with the other pages ranking. So let me let me let me just I'll pull something up real quick into the slides. Um, so this this should really explain this quite well. So I'm just gonna delete this and I'll describe what's what's going on here. So oh. if if we look at the search results for best treadmills for for uh, sorry what is this best treadmill for knees we can see this the second site ranking has a dr of four a uh, hundred it's ranking for it says three hundred seven traffic probably has way more than that and it's ranking for one hundred fifty three keywords so that is a good sign because you know I've had so if you compare it to other sites where I really noticed this trend I'll have a, a site where I have something ranking for a keyword that has 35,000, but it only ranks for like 10 or so keywords. Do you follow what I'm saying? So you lost me. You're saying you're looking at, um, you're looking at these articles here and you're saying you're looking at this keywords, uh, column. Yes. I'm looking at the keywords column. The, the more, the bigger that so the top column, articles are actually ranking for, they're ranking for 150 plus individual keywords. Yes, the more keywords that you see an article can rank for, the better. That's way better right. compared to search volume because I've had pages that have that rank for search terms that are 35,000 plus per month, but they don't rank for that many keywords. And what I've found is that the more keywords you rank for, you get more traffic compared to just high search volume stuff. So it's important to look for these type of pages um, where you can rank for many, many different keywords at once. And so let me just, so we're looking at 
we're looking at the search result for best treadmills for bad knees here. And let me just pull something else in. Um, so I want to pull in this this small site with that like that has like a re really really low domain authority um, that's ranking for that's ranking for this. So you can see all the keywords they're ranking for: best treadmill for bad knees, best treadmill for knees, best treadmills for bad knees, um, treadmill easy on knees, treadmills good for knees, best treadmills <laughs> for arthritis, treadmills for bad knees, best treadmill for joints, treadmills for bad knees, <laughs> and there's best treadmill for knee pain. So the more of this you see, the better off it is. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. What is this website? Oh, this is like a, yeah, it's it's, like a content site. Yeah, it's, like it's an affiliate. affiliate site. But this this is really like how I'm looking at things now and how I'm doing keyword research and how I'm um, trying to plan everything out because this is something that I really noticed because um, on one of our content sites, like I said, I can pull in actually a screenshot of it. This is revolutionary stuff. So while I'm pulling this up, do you want to talk to the, the, the chat at all or no? Yeah, guys, don't forget to uh, show some love in the chat. We like answering your questions. And I think this is a very informative video. It's very dense. So, uh, yeah, please ask questions. But we got Dan in here in 2022, year of the bow. Yes, sir. That's what the Chinese calendar says. <laughs> Waylon, what's up? Uh, Matt Gemkov said, yo, i never seen you live. I watch all your stuff. Have you heard of Dropship Lifestyle? Uh, hey, I'm a bodybuilder. I thought selling fitness equipment. Do you think it's too crowded of a niche? Well, we are, we are making the video about things that you should dropship right now. So I would say the answer to that is no. Because, I mean, look at this. Look at all the things that we're showing as far as, like, ways that you can rank and get free traffic. Even if the paid traffic is competitive, you can, you can bypass all that and get free traffic. Um, on a bunch of keywords, no one is even like targeting. So okay, and so, this is this is a pretty sorry. I'll, I'll just finish quickly. Yeah. This is in general, I'd say fitness is is a pretty competitive space. And it's not that you can't uh, dropship fitness products. You can, but I'm saying in general, like fitness itself is so full of people trying to make money. And we just pulled up with a few minutes of research a bunch of keywords that you could easily, easily rank for. So even in the most competitive spaces, uh, there's room to enter and room to make uh, a good living for yourself. Yeah. So look at, take a look at this, Mike. We're looking at two sites in Ahrefs. These are two sites that we own. So you'll see it's Ahrefs says the bottom one gets 25,000 uh, page views visitors per month. And it says the top one gets 72,000 page views per month. Um, now I can tell you, the bottom one actually gets around 50 – gets way more page views per month than that. So the bottom one gets around – hold on – gets around 63,000 page views per month. The top one gets around 18,000. So almost triple the traffic the bottom one gets even though Ahrefs reports it has less traffic. Now why is that? Does it mean that Ahrefs sucks? Uh, well – you just need to uh, – what I'm really understanding is you need to know how to look at this information. So this top example, um, look at the organic keywords. Only 13.5K organic keywords. The bottom one, look at the organic keywords that it ranks for. 26,000 organic keywords. So uh -huh. it's not so much the traffic number. It's not so much the search volume that is the most important. It's the amount of keywords that you rank for in a given page. You follow what I'm saying there? 
Right. Like the like we just said, the Ahrefs traffic number or even any search engine tools organic traffic number is going to have inherent inaccuracies because it's not good at knowing what the traffic is for long tail keywords. And so the one that's really outperforming what Ahrefs says is ranking for a lot more organic keywords than the uh, the other one where Ahrefs is kind of overreported. Right. So when you're doing your keyword research, look at and think about, don't just look at, you know, think about the amount of different ways that someone can type in such a query. That's what makes a page or a keyword valuable to go after. So should we move on to the next product? You're not yes, gonna, sir. You're not, not going to believe this, Mike. I got to take a piss again. I've been waiting what for the- I've been waiting for you, and I haven't got. Yes, I did just take a piss, actually. All right. Anyway, the next one we got is uh, rowing machines. You got a piss or not? We'll we'll get we'll get through this next one, then I'll go. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the next one we got is uh, rowing machines. Um, now again, another super expensive product comes in lots of different variations, you know, $1,000 plus dollars. And then, you know, look at some of these keywords, best rowing machine for apartment, um, best rowing machine for heavy person. And then look, look at already, you can just preview in the parent topic column in Ahrefs, some of the variations that keywords like this can rank for best rowing machine for heavy person, rowing machine, 350 pound weight capacity. Best rowing machine for tall person, rowing machine for tall person, best rowing machine for small apartment, best rowing machine for apartment. So you can start to see these keywords variations spring up with all these examples. And right. So the 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 column on the right hand side is kind of like the uh, more general topic. Yeah, and I don't. I, I you could take the general topic with a grain of salt, but I'm just saying in this little screenshot, it previews that. There's going to be more words, more keywords that if you make a page about best rowing machine for heavy person, you can rank for way more stuff like rowing machine for 350 pound weight, rowing machine, 350 pound weight capacity. Right. And that's where the magic really comes in. All right. Listen, you can discuss that. Get to the chats. I got to drain the lizard here. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I got a micron. I got the sniffles. All right, let's get back to some of these chats. So, um, yeah, Millionaire Oasis asked, when starting a new store, do you care about when you're launching it? Like, let's avoid these months to launch because sales are usually dropping here. Well, if you're launching a new store, I don't think you would have the information to know that. um, Because whatever, you know, as we're showing here, like keyword tools and all these different things that you could use to estimate what's going to happen are just estimates and they're just models. So they have a lot of inherent inaccuracy. So the answer to that is no. You want to you want to start going as soon as possible because you want to get your own real data because that's going to be many, many factors more accurate than any of these research tools that you can use. And also, I mean, the way that we teach people to design stores, you can build out a store that's kind of going to... Uh, not be seasonal because you can have seasonal products, but you can have products that are maybe geared towards one season and then products that are geared towards another season. So you're never really suffering a huge, huge dip. So yeah, definitely. Um, I don't like the waiting approach, especially if it's based off uh, data that's not yours. Aaron asked, what does DR mean? DR means uh, domain rating. So if I could, uh, well, Joe is uh, is driving the presentation here, but 
for example, so like we were looking at these keywords here. And so the keyword difficulty is basically based off of the, uh, so like for best budget squat rack, it had a keyword difficulty of six, I think out of like a hundred. And so what that means is it's looking at all the websites that are ranking uh, for best budget squat rack. And it's looking at their, uh, at their domain rating. And then they're saying, okay, well, this that, domain... it's actually looking at their, their, the page. So like, sorry, your page rating, which is uh, a function of, you know, the links that you have, but page rating and domain rating are, are related. Right. So if you, you can have a site. So say for example, you had, uh, you know, amazon.com and you have a page that's buried, buried, uh, 20 pages deep within Amazon, it has zero internal links. It's going to have a terrible page rating. But if you have something that's on the home page of Amazon, it's going to have a good um, page rating. And it also depends, obviously, on the external links going to that page. But when you see a low difficulty right. score like this, you know, it, you have to check out the search results as well. Well, he was asking more what domain rating. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, so it's we just... basically just, you know, the, the, the domain itself, like it's looking at how many links it has going to it, uh, like how old it is. It's basically trying to define a score of like how strong that, uh, that website is and like amazon.com. It has such a strong domain rating. If it puts out a, a page on something that's not, you know, all the way in the back, no links, whatever. If something's on the, fr the front page of Amazon. It's going to rank at the top because there's so much, uh, you know, there's so much authority that goes along with, with amazon.com for many reasons. So that's, uh, that's how it works. All right. So we got the wrong machines. Let's move on. We got dumbbell racks. Um, these can get super expensive actually, I guess, depending on how many dumbbells you got. Um, I bet our bodybuilder friend here probably has a uh, quite a few heavy dumbbells. So this, this could be an interesting <laughs> Maybe he's a calisthenics guy. What? Maybe he's all calisthenics. I'll tell you what, as soon as I'm fully recovered from uh, the disease I have, <laughs> I'm going to be uh, it's good jiu-jitsu and calisthenics and cal stre stretching all the way. No need for bulky uh, gym equipment. But anyway, so I won't be buying any of this stuff. But, so anyway, uh, dumbbell Best racks. treadmill for long COVID. <laughs> um, best dumbbell rack. Keyboard, keyword difficulty score three best dumbbell rack for, i mean you would, probably wouldn't even need to do for home gym um you know you might want to figure out that's that's a whole separate discussion which we get into in the course how to you know deal with when you have best dumbbell rack and best dumbbell rack for home gym you know i talk about how you can make separate pages for that and do it correctly but you can see that these are easy af to rank for best dumbbell rack best dumbbell rack for home gym so why not sell a dumbbell rack and rank for this? You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, let's, you know, I guess for for wits and giggles, let's pull up. I want to. I'm actually curious if I type in. I'm curious, like, if I ch check out best dumbbell rack. I'm curious to some of the the keyword variations that um, Ahrefs is picking up on. Oh man, it's just loading. Just give me a sec here. I think I got the Omicron, Joe. You think you got Stuffed it? Right? Up. You think you got it right now? Yeah. Let's just let's just live stream the whole. It'll lose. 
So yeah, if we look at best dumbbell rack, some of the keywords, you know, you can rank for dumbbell rack for home, best dumbbell rack, best dumbbell racks, heavy duty dumbbell rack, dumbbell racks for home gym, weight rack for home gym, home dumbbell rack. There's just um, tons and tons of these dumbbell rack keywords that you can rank for with a single page. So, and I'm seeing in the, in the results of these, so like there's tons of, there's a couple pages, there's a couple uh, sites on this result for best dumbbell rack with a, a domain rating under 30. So definitely something um, to uh, consider. Waylon asked if you're intentionally setting the keywords to filter for under 10. Yes, I am. So I, I actually spent a good amount of time this morning researching this to bring you guys a, a good stream with concrete examples. So it was not only perusing Google Shopping, but also doing this keyword research. Thanks, Joey. And it's all with the Omicron. <laughs> with the Omicron. Yeah. No, I, I think, think if we keep saying it, YouTube's going to boost our uh, engagement. You think so? Hell yeah. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Every time we say it, we, we go up one visitor. <laughs> but do you really think you have it right now? No. All right. <laughs> no, I did the, the sinuses for a few days were like kind of annoying. But um, I feel like I'm yeah, on. I just got back from the beach, so it's like, I don't know. It was cold and windy, and now I'm in this. Uh, oh yeah, in my mom's basement. So it's a little bit of a. Do you think that do you think nasal flushing happening right now? Do you think the 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 salt from the air is like causing micro tears in your name in your nasal epithelium? What would that happen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know how like in a, if you're if you live by the beach, like you have to like the paint job on your car like wears really quickly because the salt. It's like micro uh, tears in the uh, the paint. Okay. So I don't know if it does the I same thing to your nasal tissue. Either way, <laughs> um, welcome to Build Assets Online, guys. <laughs> so we got rowing machines. Oh, sorry. The next one we got is um, – did I mess up here? Oh, I was going to do recumbent exercise bikes, but I didn't like that keyword. So the next thing I did was – no, 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 no. Go back, go back, go back. Go back to recumbent bikes. What the, what the, what the hell is this $18,000 bike? It looks like a, uh, I guess there's this, looks like a PT bike where you like, maybe you do like, you know, it's a special industrial grade, like, what is it called? Like PT. What does PT stand for again? Physical therapy. Physical therapy. There you go. Therapy. Yeah. Interesting. All right, move on. All right. So the next one we got is adjustable bench. So again, for working out because it's the new year and we all want to get fit. Um, so we These have are expensive. Yeah. For a bench. Yeah. Best decline bench for abs. Best incline decline weight. Oh wait, that's not a good one. Sorry. So the the main keyword I found here was best decline bench for abs. So then then you can also rank for best ab bench among other things best decline you know bench what, is kind of difficult but still there's a lot um a lot to be a lot to be found here 
You know what, Joe? You rank for these types of keywords. You don't even have to drop ship. No. You don't have to drop ship products. You could sell them a, a, a friggin' uh, ab course off ClickBank. <laughs> yeah. You should... No, no. You, you, you want to drop ship the product, but there's a whole other uh, need that you can fulfill with you know other products as well. Like you're, you, you rank for a keyword like this. Okay, they need a decline bench, and they're working on their abs, right? Like you could solve the decline bench need, but you could also solve the ab need. Six-pack ab course. Yeah, hosted by uh, by you, Joe. Yeah, right. You you got a six pack abs. You should make the course. All right, contract <laughs> me out. Whoever uh, whoever's ranking for this. <laughs> oh man, but that's that's really the beauty of this whole thing, right? Is like these long tail keywords. They're kind of expressing um, multiple needs just in one query. Yeah, yeah, they can be. And you know what, Mike? This is how we're going to be changing the game going forward once um, your brain capacity is, is cleared up a bit. I think this is the, you know, we talked about the lint method a while back. And the lint method is basically, I don't even remember what it is, but you take it easy. <laughs> you, you, you take it easy at the end. But the idea is that you want to go after keywords that can be monetized in multiple ways, ideally. So you want to have a site that, yeah, you're doing affiliate for the the ab bench or you're dropshipping the ab bench, but then you sell the six-pack abs uh, ebook on top of it or the yeah, six-pack abs. On the back end, yeah, or something if they buy or whatever. Yeah. That way you have a very streamlined experience for the uh, for the customer. And, you know, that brings to the end of the best dropshipping products. I hope you guys enjoyed this i hope I, I, I really hope it wasn't too all over the place um i know it's probably different especially for the new viewers compared to other uh best drop shipping bs products videos you've seen but the whole point here is that uh and i want to actually answer a chat with this question um millionaire oasis says when starting a new store do you care about when you are launching it like let's avoid these months to launch because sales are usually dropping here the answer is no because look at all the possible keyword rankings we just gave you. That's going to take time. You want to launch the store ASAP, create your content for the store ASAP so that you can rank for, for those keywords ASAP, get your suppliers ASAP. And then you have a business running on autopilot because you have the traffic coming in from Google, from your ads, from your organic content, and then uh, you're taking it ease. That's a good answer. I did answer his question while you were uh, taking a piss, but that was that was also a good uh, perspective on it. Yeah. So billassetsonline.com slash playbook. Check out our web class. I promise the prices are going up soon on all of our courses because we just updated them. We talk about um, uh, what, what are some of the things we added, Mike? Unlimited niche ideas. We added. Oh, yeah. We is, that, added, is that video up? That video is out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we told the the course members about that, so we do. Well, it's up there; they can see it. Yeah, but they may not check, so we'll, we'll have to make an announcement about that. But yeah, it's basically a video of us. I we find like twenty six different niches in like fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, using like a random and show how like easy it is to come up with different products. Like we we took like a random word generator, picked a random word, and then kind of you know through a game of telephone went from site to site to site to site to site, and then uh, you know just you find a bunch of different products. So, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. 
top of that, there is the uh, the scaling modules that I did. Basically, all about how to scale once you're actually making consistent sales. That was like the number one uh, requested thing. Number one thing people wanted more answers on. So we really got into that. And then uh, you made a whole module on more SEO stuff, like specifically how to gear it towards a high-ticket dropshipping store. Yeah, and to be clear, um, basically I gave you in the simplest and most effective terms possible, step-by-step step, what you need to do to create these times, types of pages and rank for them. Step-by-step, step, there's no guesswork. You don't need to ask me any, any, any more questions. You can if you're in the Elite <laughs> Fleet. But don't um, ask me questions. There could be, uh, there, there. You know, I, I've hopefully left the guesswork to uh, to a minimum, because there is the theory of it, and then there's the the action of it, and the action is, you know, something that is always being refined and discovered. But I gave people a really good, uh, really good process to follow. So let's get to the questions, and then let's GTFO, ring in the new year the right way. In quarantine. <laughs> I'm not quarantining for shit. Uh, Aaron, how are your sales during Q1, Q2 usually? Good? I have to say, Mike, we had this discussion. I feel like these past one or two years um, with the supply chain and the, the initial spike from COVID or whatever, I feel like there's more. I mean, we, we've obviously grown. They are dropshipping stores these past few years, but I feel like the variation is 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 still hasn't settled yet. Hopefully, you know, New Year we get more settled. Everything's more settled. Yeah, a lot of spikes, a lot of variants. <laughs> All right. Um, so we got. Hi, did you ever cover Google Ads banning dropshipping merchant center accounts, and how do you get around it? Dota is still the best. You know this person? No. Joe is a, a former Dota pro. <laughs> Imagine. Um, people bring this up to us in, in the Elite Fleet from time to time, so I don't know if you're in the Elite Fleet or not, but they don't really ban the Merchant Center accounts. They usually just suspend them. And uh, they usually suspend them for a reason, like you're not doing something they want you to do. And then you just do it. You request a review, and then they uh, kind of <clears throat> undo the suspension. So we haven't had any instances of people being like, I can't ever get over the suspension. I have to, like, stop, you know, doing what I'm – like, I can't I can't move on. Usually after a couple weeks, people can uh, get it resolved with Google. I mean, it's happened to us, like, in the past. And we used to just be able to call Merchant Center. But now um, I think you just have to request a review – but there's a lot of there's a lot of chat inside uh you know the uh, the discord about that so every merchant center issue is you know there's a, a bunch of reasons so it's hard to say like just do this cuz it could be like an issue on your store like you don't have a return policy on in the footer or could be for no reason so my answer is it's usually just something if you keep pushing and requesting reviews and trying to figure out like what you have to change to get them to undo the suspension then it will happen, but it is a it is a frustrating thing in the beginning. But it's an early lesson on uh, how to push through uh, hurdles while drop shipping. Keith says I was suspended okay. yesterday. Submitted appeal with lots of detail and was reactivated within twenty four hours. Good, thank you, Keith. 
GC, what percentage of your sales are currently coming from paid versus organic on your main stores? I don't know. We we, we have a hard time quantifying this because, again, um, people hit the site organically. They get retargeted later. So when the sale gets captured, uh, it's usually not easy to say. So we don't, you know, I guess we just focus on making sure we're getting traffic for relevant keywords. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's so much commingling that happens between organic and paid because people will do a bunch of different touch points before they actually buy. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's hard to quantify, but as long as you have the visitors coming in and it's like your profit keeps going up, then I don't know, it's not a, not a major cause for concern, like figuring out the exact percentages. Yeah. It's just all about getting that traffic uh, rolling in, really. So Yeah, exactly. What do we want to talk about? Do we have anything else to talk about here, Mike? I don't think so. It's been a good uh, 46 minutes we've been here. Yeah. Dota is asking about uh, gem pages. Um, we don't use it, but, uh, you know, we're thinking about... Uh, so I want to build a special landing page right now, so I'm going to probably outsource it. But either way, I think we're gonna like like we're gonna use some sort of page builder because if you want to build a super special page, there's you know it's not that easy to like you need to figure that out. Dan Z, how many dropship websites do you guys currently run, excluding the ones you joined in on through partnerships? Well, three. Well, excluding. So one. We have one left. That's just ours. Uh well, no, three. Really? Three that three that we own in our name. Just ours? Just ours. Like there's, I mean there's others that like I mean we have ones that we've joined in on that already existed, or we've had ones that, you know, we created and then got other people on. Um so I don't know. It's hard to Alright. It's hard to look at it. But we we've yeah, we've uh we've sold a lot of stores, so we have like one or two right now that are our, our main focus. Yeah. Do you have experience with different platforms other than Shopify? Well, we've used WooCommerce for some things, um, but I really don't think there's any solution that uh comes close to Shopify. As much as I would like to offer an alternative. Yeah. Yeah. Just even with Shopify's like payment processing processing stuff, uh, like you get onto like Shopify Plus, you get onto like Advanced Shopify, like the three hundred dollar a month program. The credit card rates that you get are like far exceeding any other, far better than any other uh, processor that you can use, like any other third party that you'd have to use on like WooCommerce or, you know, if you use Stripe or whatever, Authorize.net. So, just even even through that, it's like worth it the apps but uh that's it yeah all right so i guess did we answer all the questions i believe that we did uh sir so i guess we could call it now appreciate you guys coming to the stream joe and mike in your face build assets online.com <laughs> build assets online.com slash playbook happy 2022 get the web class i keep saying it every stream but the prices are are going up just because we've recently added so many, so many new things to the course, some big updates. 
people are liking it. What do, what what is some of the let me just read some of the feedback that we've gotten in the uh in the Elite Fleet. Let's see. Oh, Waylon made his first sale yesterday. Two yeah. days ago. Good job, Waylon. I can't find it. Someone uh <laughs> people like no it. No one cares. Yeah. All right. Take my word for it. Everyone loves it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, everyone. And we'll see you on the flip side. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting Build 